0: And so we've been looking at a uh, scripture here all month in 2 Corinthians 13, 14, the message I'm gonna be reading out this morning. And it's a, it's like a uh, benediction that Paul gave at the end of one of his letters. He says, may the amazing grace of the master Jesus Christ, the extravagant love of God, and the intimate friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you all, amen? And so, you know, God wants, he, he, he doesn't want us just following a bunch of rules to try to, you know, stay in line with, oh, you hear what I'm saying to you today? This, this Christian walk is not a bunch of rules, amen? It's not based on, on, on keeping the Ten Commandments, even though the Ten Commandments is part of the covenant. It's based on a relationship. Amen. And we need to learn to develop our relationship with the Lord, Amen. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I want to get close to God. Amen. And, I, and I know, listen, can I say something this morning? More of God is a good thing. Yes, it is. Amen. Can I? More of the devil is a bad thing. <laughs> so more of God is a good thing. Yes. More of the devil. Do We got that. In, are you in agreement there? Amen. That's why you're here this morning, right? You want more of God. Yes. Why? You want more life. See, I don't know if we're if we're living the abundant life that Jesus paid for and Jesus paid. He said that we may have life and have it what? More abundantly. And I want to walk in that abundance. How many people want to walk in abundance of life in here? I want more peace. I want more joy. I want more power. How many people want more power? Amen. I'm in the right group this morning. So, so I I I believe that that there's a lot of churches out here. Thank God, you know, God's raised a lot of churches. Some churches has discounted the power of God in their services, but not this church. We believe in the power of God. Amen? We believe that God still moves. Glory to God. And so some churches don't, they, 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 they discount, they discount the miracles and, and the gifts of the Spirit. And today I'm going to talk to you about the gifts of the Spirit today. And, and, and it says here, this is really good. In 1 Corinthians uh, 2, 1 and 2, uh, this is uh, Paul. And he says, and brethren, when I came to you, I did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So what what Paul was saying is, he was saying that, you know, he had, you know, Paul had a lot of degrees. He was very educated. And uh, sometimes, you know, we can be overeducated. Amen. We can think too much and we can think the miracles of God right out of the Bible. And uh, and here he's saying that he's not coming to us with excellent speech. And he said he he didn't want to know anything but but Jesus Christ and him crucified. What what did Paul preach? He He preached Acts 10.38. Acts 10.38 says this way, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Can somebody say power? So it says here that 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 Jesus was anointed. See, I'm gonna say this to you today. You are anointed. Regardless of what you're going through, regardless of what you're encountering, you are anointed. Somebody say "I'm I'm anointed. You gotta believe that. You've got to believe you're anointed. Yes. But pastor, I, I failed yesterday. But pastor, I, 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 I sinned last week. But yeah, you may have missed the mark. The Bible says a good man will fall seven times. Yes. A good man. Yes. But he'll rise back up. Yes. As long as you're getting back up. Yes. As long as you're getting back up, you will win. Just get back up. Brush yourself off and start all over again. Amen? And so and so here, he's saying here that 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 he preached Jesus crucified. And, uh, and, and it says in Acts ten thirty eight, this was Peter preaching the gospel. He said that Jesus was endued with, pa- with the Holy Spirit and with power and how Jesus went about doing good and, and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. You're anointed. You, you have the 007 anointing. What does that mean? Well, see, 007, anybody know what I'm talking about here? Uh, that, you know, anybody ever watched 007? Anybody like those old movies? Anybody out there? Anybody out there? You don't want to raise your hand. I kind of like them, you know. And uh, and so, but 007 was licensed to kill. But see, you're licensed to heal. <laughs> Let's say triple seven. You're licensed to heal. Amen. Are you, say, I'm licensed to heal. You're licensed to heal. Glory to God. So, so you have, you have. Power, Amen. And I love this because it says in, in uh, uh, reading on down here, it says here in verse 4 and 5 of 1 Corinthians 2, 4 and 5. It says, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God sometimes you know theologians will study the Bible and listen there's two parts to make this Bible come alive okay there's the word of God and then there's the spirit of God and you have to have the word and you have to have the spirit but if you have the word only you'll dry up and if you have the spirit only without the word you'll blow up in other words you become a little flaky Have you ever seen those people out there? They don't read the Bible, they don't know a lot of word, but they do a lot of praying. Hello, and they get crazy revelations that doesn't line up with the word. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? So, But when you have the spirit of God and you have the word of God working together, you grow up. And so I just don't wanna have just the word and the word is powerful, but I wanna have the spirit of God operating with the word of God Which will cause deutimous power to operate in our lives. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And I need the power. How many people need the power in here? And I'm going to talk to you today about being empowered by the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to talk to you today about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to say this, that that this is a controversial subject. Hello. What, Pastor? Uh, in other words, um, uh, there's a lot of the church, uh, they're doing a lot of good things, getting people saved, but they're only giving, giving the, the Christians part of salvation. And you need the whole package. Somebody say, I need the whole package. Okay. I don't want to, you know, if, if, if God has something for me, I want it. Are you hear what I'm saying? If God has something for me that's going to help me uh, walk this Christian life and help me to be a more powerful witness for Him, I want it. Amen. And so, so here uh, we're going to talk to you about the baptism of Jesus, Jesus' baptism, and in Matthew three eleven, uh, this is uh, uh, John is saying, "I indeed," this is John the Baptist, and he's saying, "I indeed baptize you with water." unto repentance, but he who comes after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And in Mark it actually says again in Mark one eight, I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Luke three sixteen. Says it again. So, so it, it's interesting that, that, that this is placed in all the Gospels. And in John. In John, 13, uh, John 1, 32 and 34. And John bore witness saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. And I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen him testify. That this is the Son of God. So we see here that, that there is a baptism of the Holy Spirit as called the baptism of fire. That kind of sounds a little scary, Pastor. I don't know if I want that. I'm going to talk to you today about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You may be sitting here this morning and saying, I've already heard this or I know about the baptism. But listen, it's good just to get more information. How does faith come? By hearing and hearing the word of God. So listen, if you're going to walk in great faith. I got this week. I, I've heard that scripture quote. I've quoted it many times. But somebody was quoting that on TV, another minister. You know, I watch ministers. Praise the Lord. Why? Because I, I, I could learn from other ministers. I can, I can receive from other ministers. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly trying to receive uh, truth into my system. Amen. Amen. The more truth, the more word, the more light, the more freedom. And I, and I need to walk in more freedom. So, so I'm going to talk to you today about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And, 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 well, let me just finish that thought. The more you hear the word, the more, and you listen to it, the, 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 the stronger it's, it, the, the more you're going to believe it. And I'm, it, it works the same way with a lie. The more you hear a lie, or hear an untruth, and you accept an untruth, the more you're going to believe that. Amen. And so that's that's where, you know, that's where we got to be very careful in what we listen to. Even the news. Hello. Because not every news outlet is speaking the truth. And it's all, and a lot of the news is, I know it might be, is slanted towards people's opinions and their viewpoints and how they see things. And they will slant it in a certain way where you will make something sound like, wow, that must be true. And it may not be true. So, so what I like to do is with the Bible and when I'm ministering up here, I like to back everything I say with the word of God. And hopefully with two or three witnesses. Because the Bible says out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be, uh, be confirmed. So, so I want to make sure that I'm teaching you truth today. Amen. That I'm not, that, that, that I, I'm just not going to teach you uh, religion, I'm not going to teach you tradition. No, I'm going to teach you some truth. And the truth will set you free. So number one, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not being baptized in the body of Christ. I'm going to, I'm going to say this right now. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not being baptized in in the body of Christ. First Corinthians 12, 13 says it this way. For by one spirit, you were all baptized in one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, all have been made to drink into one spirit. Now, this is Paul. And he's saying that, that when you receive Jesus, you are immersed into the body of believers you are actually in baptism means being immersed amen so so you're 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 now have a new family somebody say I have a new family Get used, look around, get used to your family. Amen. You have, you have a new family, glory to God. Some of you might need a new family. Okay, we won't go there. Uh, I'll keep preaching. Some of you may not like your your natural family or may not get along with your natural family. Are you here? Pray for them. Amen. But, but I'm telling you, if your natural family don't know God, if they're not saved, your real family, now this is just a plug, your, your true family is the family of God. Now, they may be by blood, but by the spirit, the family of God. Amen. So, so we have to look at this, that we're baptized in, in the body. And so when you receive Jesus, uh, two things happens. When you receive Jesus, you, you you get a new heart or you get a new spirit. And so when you, you get a heart transplant. So in other words, you have a desire to show up at church on Sunday morning. See, if you didn't have Jesus on the inside of you... Now, some of you may be new or maybe checking us out for the first time. You may not have Jesus on the inside of you. But hopefully by the time I get done with this message, you're going to want Jesus. Because some are coming into the church that don't know God. But, but you're here, the regulars. You, 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 you guys, you love God. Somebody say, I love God. Amen. Just, just saying you love God helps you to love him more. Amen. Just letting him know you love him, even though you may be frustrated yes. in your faith. Yes. Yes. Anybody know what I'm talking about here? You know, you get frustrated in your faith at times. You're not seeing the, the, the answer to your prayer and the enemy's trying to do everything to get you frustrated with God. Don't get frustrated with God. There is a time, there is a place for the blessing to drop down on each one of us. Right now, you might be in the cliff of the rock. Maybe nobody knows your name right now. But God will reveal his glory through you, glory to God. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Now listen. (laughs) Now listen, now this, this is awesome. You get a new heart, but also you, you get the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. It says in 1 Corinthians 3.16, do you not know that you are the temple of God and the, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So wherever you go, you take God with you. Can I say that again? Wherever you go, you take God with, you, you are the light. You are the Son of the earth. But pastor, I, I can't feel God. I, listen, we walk by faith and not by feelings. Just know that he is. Just start worshiping and praising him by faith. And, and you will feel God. Eventually, you'll sense the presence of God on your life. God's looking for those that will worship him, but in spirit and in truth. Amen. So here, I love that. So, 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 so we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, now, now I want to, to say this. In John 20, let's look at John 20, 21 and 22, because this is really powerful. This is when Jesus was already, uh, he went to the cross. He was raised from the dead. He has a glorified body now. Now he's, 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 he's talking to people. The Bible actually says that he was seen by 500 people. Amen. uh, Other than his disciples. But he comes into a room where his disciples are at. And he walks in. And so in John 20, 21 and 22. So Jesus said to them, peace to you. As the father has sent me, I so send you. And when he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, when I read that, I'm thinking, wow. You know, what I see in that passage is that the disciples got born again. In other words, they got the new spirit. They got the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in them. He said, receive the Holy Spirit. In other words, they got salvation. When you get salvation, you have the spirit within. But today I'm going to talk to you about the spirit upon. See, there's a difference between the spirit within and the spirit upon. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? And so here, you know, he said, receive the Holy Spirit. That's when I believe their spirits got transformed that day. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Amen. And so so the spirit came inside and now they're born again believers. Amen. And, And Jesus said, you must be born again. To enter the kingdom of God, to see the kingdom, you must be born. You must be born. In other words, you have to get a new spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, and so we see that, 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 when you receive Christ, you receive that new spirit and they received it in Jesus name. Amen. And so number, number two, the baptism of the Holy Spirit uh, is not water baptism. You know, sometimes I ask believers and, you know, I I ask them, I said, are you baptized? Are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? And they say, yes. Amen. And I say, oh, you speak in tongues? And they say, no. So and and so there's a disconnect there. And so they say, well, you don't have to speak in tongues to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Well, I'm going to I'm going to show you some scriptures that the baptism of the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues go hand in hand. Oh, my Pastor. Pastor, are you talking about speaking in tongues? That's of the devil, isn't it? Uh, When I was in the bars, I never spoke in tongues before I was saved. And I served the devil. I never started speaking in tongues. Anybody served the devil in here? Did you start speaking in tongues when you were serving? No, you don't see that happening in the bars or in the nightclubs or in the. No, they don't do that kind of stuff. When I, I'm going to party. You are? Yeah, I'm partying this week. I'm going to be speaking in tongues like the devil. No, it, it doesn't happen. No, no, no. Speaking in tongues is a Bible thing. Amen. It's, it's a Bible thing. Amen. And so we need, we need to get a revelation of this. It says here that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is not water baptism. Matthew 28, uh, verses 19 and 20. Uh, I'm going to say this if you receive Jesus. Uh, You should be, you shouldn't even be praying about water baptism. You should be finding out when the next baptism is going on and get into it. In other words, if you receive Christ, you need to be water baptized. And you say, well, where is that at, Pastor? Where's that at in Scripture? Well, I'm glad you asked. In Matthew 28, 19 and 20, it says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. This is uh, the Great Commission. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always to the end of age. So Jesus said, go, therefore, make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. What is he saying? He's saying that once you receive Christ, you, you want to get water baptized. Why? You want to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. He was water baptized by John. Amen. And we want to be like our Lord and Master. Amen. And so I love that. And water baptism identifies us with Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. It's an outward expression of an inward work. Water baptism doesn't save you. What saves you is receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but it, but it is a testimony to the world that you are saved. And let me put it this way. Water baptism is like putting the wedding band on your finger with Christ. Have you ever heard that before? I know it's good, isn't it? I got that from another preacher. But anyway, <laughs> as I put in a wedding band, uh, do you have your wedding band on? Or are you, courting the, are you still courting the world? Okay, I won't go there. But anyway, as, <laughs> as a water baptism, it says in Romans 6, 4, this is Paul speaking. He says, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. I might have to get rid of this chair, man. I've been standing a lot lately. I'm not using this thing. But anyway, so, so he's saying here that, that we, as we get water baptized, we, it, it resembles the death, burial, and resurrection. Some of us are having problems with our flesh because we haven't been water baptized yet. And some of us that live lives that were pretty shaky need to be under the water a little longer. No, I'm kidding. But we get water baptized. Okay, I'm just kidding. But amen. Hallelujah. Now, let's talk about Jesus' baptism, okay? Jesus' baptism, uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Acts 1, uh, 4 and 8. Uh, this is Jesus before he ascended up into heaven. He's speaking to his disciples and he's speaking to us. And He's saying, being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the father. Somebody say promise of the father. The of the father. Which he said, you have heard from me for John truly baptizes with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not many days from now. Now, listen. This is interesting. Jesus is saying that he's saying that these are born again believers now, but he says there's a promise that you need to wait on. There is a promise that that the Father wants to give you, Amen. And then in, in, in one eight, in eight, it says, "But you shall receive power when the Spirit, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses." Uh, to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So, so, so it sounds like to me that, you know, he, he said he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. So it sounds like to me, he basically commanded them to, to get into a place where they can receive the power. And I don't know about you, but I want to be in a place with God where I'm walking in the power of God. I don't want to be struggling. I don't want to be struggling in my faith and trying to figure out. I want the the power of God resident on the inside of me. Amen. And it says here. Now, 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 some would say, well, wasn't the baptism of the Holy Spirit just for the apostles, you know, when they were in that upper room? It was just for them to, to, to reveal the truth of the Gospels. And, you know, some even preach that, you know, the, that, that the gifts have, have died with the last apostle that died. Uh, but, but it's not in the Bible. You can't find there's no scripture or verse, but but I'm going to say this. Look, in 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 verse twelve through fourteen of First Corinthians, it says they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount called Olive, which is near Jerusalem, that Sabbath day journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Ephesus, Simon the Zealot, uh, Judas, the son of James, these all continued in one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, so Mary was with them, and, and, and with his brothers. And, and this is interesting, uh, when you go to verse 15, it says, In those days Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples, altogether number the name, was about 120. So we see that there was about 120 people that's going to end up in the upper room in Acts chapter 2. So it wasn't just for the 12 apostles of the Lamb. No, no, the, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit was for the 120 Amen. And so it says here in, in Acts two one through four. When the day of Pentecost is fully come, they were all with one accord in one play, place. And suddenly, somebody say suddenly. suddenly. Ooh, see, God moves in suddenlies. I thought so, you 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 never know when the blessings gonna drop. That's why you need to get in church. You never know when God's going to just open your eyes and your mind to some truth that's, that's going to set you free from what the devil's been hindering you. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? I love that God moves in suddenlies. Suddenly, that sickness that was on your body was broken in Jesus' name. Suddenly, somebody came by and and gave you a Holy Ghost handshake with a $100 bill in it. Suddenly, that you needed to pay a bill that you were stressing on. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you? Suddenly, and suddenly the power of God moved in that place and filled the entire room, glory to God. And they all began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. And so we see here that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it, you know, I, I talked about the Holy Spirit is liking to win. And, and he came in like a, like a mighty Russian wind. And they all begin to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And I love that. And so we see here, they got endued with power from on high. What does this power do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain that to you. I'm gonna go into that in a little bit more detail. But one of the things it does, it gives you boldness. When you're endued with the power of God from on high, you get bold. Amen. And you don't allow the devil to push you around. You don't allow the opinions of other people to. Some of us, listen, some of us need, might need to get out of our closet. We need to get out of the prayer closet into, into uh the byway, highways, and byways, and proclaim the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there's a time to pray, but then there's a time to act. There's a time to be renewed, but there's a time to start doing something. Amen. And so we we, we see here that 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 they preached, and and let's look at this in Acts 2:38 to 39. Peter says this way, and this shows the progression of salvation. Peter said to them in Acts 2, 38 and 39, then Peter said to them, repent uh, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and your children, to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 1030 a.m. Nurseries and Children's Church provided. This broadcast is made possible by the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at exceedlifechurch.org.